Hello and welcome to Unknown Christian Soldiers. Uh, it's been a while. It's been a long while since I've done one of these. Um, you know, just to be very, very honest with you guys, uh, there's been a lot of a lot of changes with some things going on in my life. Uh, a lot of things going on, and uh, I don't want to make excuses. I don't at all. Okay, the, the bottom line is. Um, I took a break from it for a little bit, and uh, I had I had to settle some things. And what it comes down to right now is that uh, I'm going to let God guide me. When God gives me time and ability, I'm going to I'm going to make the next podcast. Um, I don't want anyone out there to to think that I've I've wanted to completely get away from it. I didn't. I was just at a point in my life and. And everything where I let some things kind of overwhelm me. I'm a human being. You know, I let some things get to me. I let some things kind of overcome me with work and everything else. It just felt like the weight of the world was on me. And I put so many things before what I should have for a little while. And and uh, this is one of the things that ended up on the back burner. So uh, I've got to say, you know, my apologies to that. And uh, I hope God's going to keep me on the right track for this. Uh, so let's go ahead and go to God in prayer right now. Father God, come before you right now and pray forgiveness where, where I have failed you, where we have failed you. Uh, we just want to ask that you pour out that grace upon us and restore us to where you need us to be, where you want us to be, and where we need to be. Uh, Father God, I ask a prayer of thanks thank you so much for what you have given to me and what you have given to us. Father, just thank you so much for that. I know in the end, I don't deserve what I've been given. I honestly, honestly don't, but I, I want to thank you for what you have given to me. And I pray your blessing on this recording that we're doing. I pray your blessing on the people that's going to read it and listen to it. I just, I pray God that you'll, you'll help it bring us closer to you and to your word. In your son's name I pray. Amen. All right, so what I'd like to start off with today, uh, I'd like to start off getting into Proverbs, uh, specifically Proverbs 11. Now, I like Proverbs a lot, uh, Psalms and Proverbs, uh, but I specifically like Proverbs 11. It, it was really speaking to me. Um, you know, for those of you who don't know, Proverbs is, is really... Yeah, the best way for me to describe it is Proverbs is wisdom. It's it's wisdom that has been bestowed to us. Uh, it's, and some of it's just little segments. Some of it's just little bitty pieces here and there that make a lot of sense. Um, but I wanted to start off uh, with Proverbs 11 and start off with verse 1. Now I'm going to be reading from the NIV today. Uh, I usually read from the NIV or the New King James. Uh, I have no issues. Sometimes I will read from the uh, King James or some other type of translation. Uh, but, you know, for my purposes today, the Bible that I have is going to be uh, the NIV. So, uh, Proverbs chapter 11, verse 1. The Lord abhors dishonest scales, but accurate weights are his delight. So, let's break that down for a minute. It, it's pretty self-explanatory, but, you know... I like to delve into what it really means. So, you know, the Lord abhors dishonest scales, but accurate weights are his delight. That can be portrayed in several different things. I like to look at it. Number one is in business. You know, in business, 
God hates those who are dishonest or those who aren't forthcoming or those who aren't going to give a level playing field. I guess is the best way I can put it. Uh, so, for example, uh, back in the day, they used to use scales to weigh out and vary different things. Like, uh, for example, for different purchases, etc., they would have scales that would weigh out uh, different things for purchases or exchange, etc. Uh, so in this situation here, if you had a dishonest weight, you know, for example, if your weight was a little heavier, you know, your weight you used to counterbalance whatever was on the other side, you know, they would have to add more to it to equal that weight. Therefore, they're having to give up more of something or add more of something to it to equal it. Therefore, uh, you're actually getting more of that in exchange. Uh, so in that particular situation, again, that, that's a dishonest weight, but having an accurate weight, having good, honest business practices is what something God looks for. Um, and not just business here. Let's talk about in life in general, you know, honestly judging people, not in, not again, not in a judgmental way. Like, hey, I'm no judging. Honestly, like, for example, like someone's work performance, you know, as, as a boss or as someone who's in business, you have to honestly judge people's work performance for evaluations, promotions, etc. Okay. So in this particular situation, you may not like somebody that's under you. you. You may not, you may have personality conflicts, but you you can't have a dishonest scale. You can't have inaccurate weights. At the end of the day, what is their work performance like? Just because you may not like someone personally doesn't necessarily mean you need to hold them back from something professionally. Again, if you're over them, if you're in charge of them, and they have a good work performance, but they just rub you the wrong way, or perhaps they just, you don't get along with some personality conflicts there. The honest thing to do though is when you give them evaluations, when it comes time for promotion, you have to honestly evaluate that person and give them a fair shake at that. That's being honest in that particular situation. So honest in different parts of life as well. Okay. All right. Chapter 11, verse 2. Again, Proverbs 11, verse 2. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Pride can be a killer. Again, I'm not saying you shouldn't be confident about yourself in certain things. Um, you know that that is something between you and God. Um, there is no one size fits all situation here. At, at the end of the day, someone can be confident in something, and it's it's perfectly fine. Person B over here may be very cocky. They may be very arrogant. They think they're better than people because of this particular situation. So. Again, that's that's a situation that's between you and God. That's God knows your heart. Okay, you know your heart. So, at the end of the day, all right, pride can be a killer. It can be a killer to your walk with God. Uh, I know I personally experienced this. You know, uh, you want people that you want to have that certain title. You want to have this certain job or this this certain amount of respect. You know, um, I have a friend of mine who who really wants to kind of be considered that 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 bad dude type guy you know um i know guys might have all us guys kind of have those moments oh man i want to be the bad dude people just leave me alone you know but overall you know i don't experience that thought i might have moments like that maybe i'm in a bad situation i just want people to kind of back off a little bit just just so i get some space to get out of that situation uh but overall um you know that's that's not really a part of of, of me that's not really part of my pride you know but my pride might be i want the good job title you know, that's where my pride comes in. You know, I want this this big 
office or this big raise or this big whatever it is, you know. Um, so with pride, then comes disgrace. How many times have you seen someone pumped up with pride, will run their mouth, will talk this and that trash about this and that. You know, they've always got something coming out of their mouth that, that makes them appear to be uh, incredibly incredibly pumped up and you know just like they are just so full of themselves and then maybe not in that moment but at some point um, sometimes in that moment but at some point we'll see them fall you know we'll see them get to a point where all that pride comes crashing down when something in their life happens or when they're shown that they're not quite everything they thought they were meant to be okay with pride comes disgrace at, at least at some point okay um but with humility comes wisdom. If you're humble, if you realize you don't know everything, if you don't try to portray yourself as knowing everything or the biggest, baddest guy on the block or, or whatever it is out there that might be that thing that's prideful inside of you. You know, people, people may view pride as only this one thing, but pride can be a lot of different things in your life, okay? So when it comes to that pride, got to get it out of there you can't be super prideful again i'm not talking about confidence i'm talking about being that prideful boastful you know i'm better than you because of this type of situation um be humble with that humility comes wisdom comes the ability to sit back and realize i don't know everything or maybe i'm not the best at this or maybe you know, maybe there's some things i should learn right now you know with that humility comes wisdom and with wisdom you'll see progression with wisdom you'll get better at the things you want to get better at with wisdom you'll gain the things you want to be and be where you want to be okay um you know fear of the lord is the beginning of wisdom the beginning of knowledge um you know so keep that in mind all right verse three here the integrity of the upright guides them but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity this one is a little bit Especially the second half of that verse, it's a little bit tricky there. So let's just break the first part of the verse down. The integrity of the upright guides them. Uh, of course, in this particular situation, when they say the upright, they mean those who are um, like righteous might be the best way to describe it. Uh, there might be some people that might want to chime in on the, the comments and tell me, hey, you know, more. this might be a little better translation of that. But uh, the integrity of the upright guides them, you know. Those who are upright, those who strive to be righteous, you know, they, they seek the knowledge of God. They seek the word of God. They seek those things, okay? And that's what guides them, the relationship with God, that they're seeking the, the wisdom out of the Bible, these things like that. That is what guides them to where they're meant to be. Not only where they want to go, where God means them to go. And that sometimes that's more important. Um, you know, we can, we can kind of go off on a tangent here, but at the end of the day sometimes where you want to go isn't where you need to go or sometimes where you want to go isn't where God wants you to go um, I've had many situations in my life where I was totally resistant and God was trying to put me somewhere he wanted me and I was a complete and total idiot and I resisted every step of the way and I paid the price for it uh, we can look at Jonah you know God needed Jonah to be in Nineveh but at the end of the day Jonah did not want to go and uh, so Jonah had to experience some pain you know he had to experience uh, some some issues there you know we know he spent three days in the belly of a fish and eventually God got him where he needed him 
and where he could do the most good. And it was a miraculous thing when it was all said and done. Uh, however, again, Jonah didn't let God guide him. He wanted to, to do his own thing and choose his own way. And I have been so guilty of that so many times. Um, and I know a lot of you out there might have too. You know, you, you want to do what you want to do rather than what God wants you to do. Or maybe you see this over here and you think, well, that sounds like what God wants me to do. And that's that's another issue I struggle with. And, and maybe some of you do too. If you do, you know, drop me a comment. Let's talk about it a little bit. You know, let me know I'm not the only one. <clears throat> Sometimes I struggle with, is God telling me this or am I wanting this? Is this something from me or is this something from God? You know, and that's where we really have to bounce it off the Bible and really kind of make that decision. You know, is this from me or from God? And sometimes it's, it's, it's a hard thing to do. Sometimes when you're looking at it, you're like, I, it's hard to say. Having that deep, connected prayer life is so important in those situations. Um, but again, I'm, I'm thick-headed. I'm one of those thick-headed people that uh, sometimes I just don't get the hint. You know, sometimes I have to tell God just to hit me over the head with it like a hammer. You know, you got to hit me over the head with like a two by four. So I get it because I just, I, I don't know what's you trying to tell me something and what's me wanting something. Um, so at the end of the day, again, having that good prayer life, uh, again, let's, let's, let's bring it back over here to the verse again. Again, the integrity of the upright guides them. You know, those people who are wanting to be stand up Christians, those people who want to be stand up people who are wanting to have integrity, who are wanting to be guided by the scriptures and by God, you know. They will be guided by God, guided by the scriptures, okay? Their integrity, remember, integrity means, um, well, depending on how it's used, uh, integrity means someone who, uh, or if you want to look at it from a structural thing, it has integrity, it's strong, it, it's, it doesn't have weak points, it's, it's not breaking down, it's not damaged, you know, same thing kind of with your character, someone who has integrity, they don't have those weak points in their character, or if they do, they're not visible, you know, or they don't affect them in these situations. You know, they have integrity. You know, they don't break down when push comes to shove. They're going to do the right thing. When it comes time to make the decision, you know, they're going to err on the side of caution. They're going to do the thing that they know is right rather than that iffy thing or that thing they know is wrong. You know, they're not going to give in to peer pressure. You know, they have integrity. You know, they're strong. They have good structure. You know, they are, they have integrity. So, uh, you know, having that integrity helps guide them as well all right but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity this one kind of threw me for a loop a little bit this is something that i kind of had to uh to struggle with a little bit uh, obviously duplicity means that they have kind of two sides you know they have one side of them that's pulling this way one side that's pulling another so the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity well another verse that they say to go to here in the bible they say to reference proverbs 13 6 let's go over there real quick Righteousness guards the man of integrity, but wickedness overthrows the sinner. Okay. Uh, again, going back to 11.3, the second half, unfaithful destroyed by the duplicity. The unfaithful, again, those, those are the sinners. Okay. Uh, unfaithful can mean a lot of things. You're unfaithful to God, unfaithful in some part of your life, unfaithful to your spouse, etc. Okay. Are destroyed by their duplicity. Let's take an unfaithful spouse. All right. People who are unfaithful in their marriage these people are looking over their shoulder constantly okay they think everybody knows their secret usually okay and oftentimes these people are they're talking about how, how great their marriage is and how great their wife is or this that and the other and then they're over here doing 
all the other things behind the, behind the scenes over here that think no one knows about when it's going on, but then once it's over, you know, they think everybody knows. It's like the secret's out. Everybody they talk to, they know, you know. And part of that destroys you inside, you know. It destroys you inside. You have this this dual life you're living, this this one leg in, one leg out type of life, you know. And it literally eats at you inside. And it's hard, hard, hard for a person uh, to overcome those things. Oftentimes, when you're in a an affair, you're having an affair, you're in a type of relationship like that, it becomes addictive. Even though you have all these outside influences that are just, just gnawing at you and nagging at you and just making you feel horrible about the entire thing, that, that becomes an addiction to you like a lot of other things can. Okay. Um, so, again, it's tearing at you. You got, you got one foot in, one foot out. You have, you're trying to live in two worlds at the same time. You have this duplicity to you, and that destroys you from the inside. I mean, not usually, we're not talking physically here that this verse may have um, some implications there. I don't read it that way, but there might be. Uh, however, you know, inside, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, that can destroy you inside. You know, trying to live one life or one part of your life as a Christian and the other part of your life in the world. The duplicity there tears you apart. When you're in front of your friends and they're saying this, that, and the other, do you do you go along with that dirty joke? Do you laugh about this? Do you make fun of the things they're making fun of? You know, do you do those things? And then you go to church and you go with your prayer time and your Bible reading and you're like, well, you know, I really shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have went to the bar with them and had these drinks and they're done this, that, and the other. You know, it's this duplicity. One leg in, one leg out. One leg in the light, one leg in the darkness, you know, trying to live those two separate lives together as one tears you apart from the inside. You know, so those are things I want you all to think about from these three verses. Again, let's read them again. The Lord abhors dishonest scales, but accurate weights are his delight. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom, and the integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. All right, so let's move on to our next topic here. I want to talk about a book I'm currently reading called The Stranger on the Road, and I may mispronounce this, Emos, E-M-M-A-U-S, The Stranger on the Road to Emos. If I mispronounce that, feel free to drop me a line and tell me I did. Uh, it's by John R. Cross. Uh, now, what this book does, um, I'm only on chapter three right now. I'm currently reading it so far. It's, it's excellent material. It references the Bible. Uh, so everything in here is referenced specifically in the scripture. So, uh, for example, it starts off from beginning to, uh, well, from what I understand, will be uh, some post-resurrection stuff in here. Uh, so it links, it shows how so much that is written inside the Bible, so much of it pertains to Christ and how everything from creation all the way back to Christ's birth his, his ministry, his death on the cross, his resurrection, a lot of it is actually intertwined all throughout the Bible. And there's all these signs, there's all these, all these verses, all these things pointing towards the Messiah. Uh, literally, it's, it's just amazing so far. It's, it's well written. It's, it's, I'm the type of guy that if something's written over my head, I have, I have a real hard time digesting it. Okay, But so far, uh, this has not been difficult to digest. It's been fairly easy to read. Um, it's been backed up by scripture everywhere. Uh, so far, I haven't found any part or anything they've said in this book 
that seems like it's, it's something that isn't biblical or something that they can't back up with scripture. So I would actually recommend this. Um, for example, you know, the very first line in the book is, is chapter one in the beginning God. The Bible starts with four very profound words in the beginning God. And then they reference the verse Genesis 1 1. Okay. Uh, and then, you know, in the next paragraph, it goes on to say a few things. In the paragraph down, it says, uh, you, you know, eternal. God has been there all along. God existed before plants, animals, and people, before the earth and the universe. He had no beginning, and he will have no end. God has always been and will always be. The Bible says that God has existed from everlasting past to everlasting future. God is eternal. Uh, and then they back it up. Again, he goes on over into Psalms chapter 90 verse 2 before the mountains were born or you brought forth the earth from everlasting to everlasting you are God uh, so again everything in this book is backed up with biblical verses uh, so again I, I don't take uh, any issue with with letting you know that this this will be a good book to probably read uh, as I get into it a little more I would like to do a review on this book here on the podcast it's even got some um, Oh, the little square barcode looking things. I honestly, I forget what they're called. Um, but that can actually uh, relate to videos they've made or videos that the company has that uh, help illustrate the points a little bit better and talk about some of the points that they're trying to make a little better to help people kind of connect those dots. Uh, so I encourage you, uh, if you get the chance, uh, this publishing is done um, through Good Seed. All right, so I recommend you you seek them out. It's it's Good Seed International, uh, is is who actually publishes it. Uh, so you may want to check out their website. You know, uh, go online, find them, and uh, see if you can't order a copy of this book. There there might even be some downloads of it. Uh, but so far, this has been a really good book. And as I continue to get into it, like I said, I'd like to do a, uh, a book review on this at some point. Uh, also, I'd like to uh, bring up that if you have anything you'd like to discuss or anything any questions you have. You know, don't hesitate to get on here and let us know. Um, uh, we'll hopefully be setting up some a better means of communication other than just contacting the podcast in the future. Uh, but for now, this is the best way to do it, especially due to my current job. So if you have anything you want to talk about, let us know. This is going to be a short podcast today. Uh, but again, as, as God uh, leads me and as God gives me time, I do plan on doing more and more in the future. And, and I pray right now that God will keep me on track for it. So again, let's close this and let's go ahead and go to word and prayer. Father God, thank you for this time you've given us to do this podcast. And, and I pray your blessing on those who are listening. And I, I pray they'll get out of it what you want them to get out of it. Uh, I pray you'll keep us on track. Help keep me on track as the person making this to, to stay in your walk, to stay in your word, to, to stay in the path that you want to give me to continue to do this, Father God. And I pray your blessing on, on those who are listening here today. In your son's name we pray. Amen. Thank you all for tuning in. And honestly, honestly, I, I do appreciate it. Um, as this podcast continues, if I do get to the point where I get uh, uh, sponsors for the podcast someday, um, none of that will go to me. I'm, I'm going to have all sponsorships from this podcast actually go to my church to help support them and to help do a lot of the outreach that they're trying to do. So uh, anyone who does want to sponsor, anyone that does want to donate to this, know that all that money will be going to my church and not to me. Uh, so feel free to let me know if you have any questions about that. Thank you. God bless. Mm -hmm.